welcome to Bring Your Own, a catch-all bookish most of the time podcast. I'm Brandy. I'm Kendra. I'm Kayla. And today we all read holiday novellas to get mm-hmm. in the spirit mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the reason? <laughs> we haven't talked to each other at all about what we read, so I cannot wait. But before we do that, mm-hmm. what are we reading? What are we drinking? I'll go first. I am reading... Well, I just finished my holiday novella like two hours before this podcast <laughs> recording. So there's that. I'll save the title for when it's my turn. I am listening to Clockwork Angel by Cassandra Clare because it's the last book I have to do in my friend's TBR challenge. Some people said it couldn't be done, but I got it done before <laughs> December 31st. I did so not fuck think everyone that, Yeah, fuck everyone that doubted Whoa. me. And <laughs> that's Dang. harsh. That is um, harsh. Sorry, I've... I've been listening to like Nicki Minaj all day, so I feel like I'm like <laughs> in the zone. No, oh, damn, Brittany, we have to remember don't don't get Kendra upset. She'll like go off. No, on damn. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I like the album. Like it's just I thought, it's just yeah. Nicki. Okay. Um, Gag City. What was I gonna say? So I'm listening to that, and then I am reading an arc of Once Persuaded, Twice Shy by Melody Edward. She wrote Jane and Edward. I think so far I like Jane and Edward more because it was like more serious and like dramatic this one is mm-hmm. a lot more um like antics driven there's a lot of like townspeople i think the blurb compared it's like parks and rec and that's the vibe i get like just so many like co-workers working in this town like trying to keep shit running while there's also a romance but that part's a little slow moving it comes out next year so i have like a good chunk of it left so my opinion can change and i am drinking red wine that i got in a pr package today oh fuck um, yeah so it was You're drinking free. on Netflix's dime. <laughs> yeah, this I got a PR package today from Netflix for a movie that I am now creating the title of. Um, nice, but it's not bad. I'm not a red wine girly, but I am currently listening to The Wake Up Call by um, Beth O'Leary. I am really enjoying it. I'm almost done. I will probably finish it tonight, if not tomorrow morning. And Yay, I, love I I'm really enjoying it. Like it's Yay. just like. You know how sometimes it's like that Harry Styles quote that's like, this is a movie. You know <laughs> no, how like it, it reads is. like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it movie. reads like exactly like that book is playing out like a movie in my head. And like, that's like the vibe that I'm saying, like, this is a romance book. Like that wow. is like really well paced and yeah. really well done. And I'm just having a really fun time with it. I need Netflix to like pick it up and make it like a rom-com. Like, right. It'd be people such would a love good it. holiday movie. Yes. Yeah. Would love oh it. my God. Yes, exactly. Oh, that'd be, uh, especially with the ring thing. Oh my yeah. God. It's yes. Oh, so many opportunities for antics if that got turned mm-hmm. into a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying that. And then I am physically reading. I'm doing a beta read. This is the second book I beta read, and the first book that I ever beta read was the first book in this series. So I'm beta reading the follow-up book, um, and they're Interconnected Standalones by Jessica Peterson. This one's called I Wish You Were Mine, and it's just like my personal bread and butter. It's like hot, single, tattooed dad and age gap with his younger nanny. So I'm having a really fun time with it, and I'm excited to see where she takes it after all the beta notes so that'll be fun what are you drinking did you say what you were already drinking oh no i didn't i'm drinking a sawtooth amber ale you guys i stopped for a happy hour beer with my coworkers for the first time ever since starting oh my, my god. new job look at you i know so i had a beer there and now i'm on my second beer so by the end of this episode oh. i'm like i just love you guys that you'll know why yeah <laughs> every time brandy and i go out i finish her drinks for her <laughs> always like, every- do you want the rest of this and i'm like sure because she gets I'm to a like fucking lightweight i'm a fucking lightweight <laughs> i'm as bad as me yeah i'm definitely not as bad oh. as <laughs> 
<laughs> but if I'm going to drive home, I can't. Like, I'll do, like, most of a drink, and then I'll push the last 30% to Kendra. Mm. Can we tell the story of Kayla getting, like, <laughs> shit-faced on this podcast? That, yes. Like, oh, after God. hours. This is, like, a little holiday treat for everyone. So... We recorded the Lauren Asher episode, like, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And the whole – and you hear Kayla saying the episode, like, yeah, I made a Moscow Mule, but Jared really usually strong. makes my drinks. Yeah. yeah, but, like, I just made it myself today. And so then we we finished recording the episode. And, like, towards the end, you can tell Kayla's just, like, really feeling herself. But, like, she wasn't embarrassing at all. I promise. No, definitely not embarrassing. No. Um, yeah. And then we, like, say – we, like, chat to Lauren for a little bit. And then we say goodbye to her. And then sometimes after we're done recording, we'll, like, sit and, like, talk. And it's so much fun and, like, catching up. And, like, it was – instant the minute that like we just started chatting kayla was just shit-faced like it was so funny and jared came home and he came into the room and he's like hey like how much vodka like did you drink like and you're like oh like i i put like two ounces and he's like no you put like it was like a cup or something he showed us the bottle like she drank like a quarter of a bottle listen to me they really shouldn't confuse people and put fluid ounces and ounces in the same like measuring cup like it's really confusing you guys <laughs> um so if you go to my instagram i posted a photo that so i put so- a cup and a half of vodka in yeah, my mask she was meal. gone it was so funny so it's just like me and brandy talking to kayla and mainly jared because kayla's like a little incohesive at this point at one point it was not kayla got a little teary-eyed she's like i need taco bell so like a good husband jared went and got her taco bell <laughs> it was so funny. and then she was like crying into her crunch wrap it was it was very it had tomatoes <laughs> no it no didn't. it didn't it didn't have tomatoes kendra said does it have tomatoes and you oh. started crying the idea of she it put that in her brain <laughs> yeah so if you want to see the result of that, go to my Instagram oh my and I posted the selfie that we all took and you can see Kayla's husband, Jared, in the photo. We're all just like smiling. It was such a good so night. Like funny. we're such a family. Oh my God. Oh. That was fun. So Kayla. <laughs> well, on that what note, are you I'm, drinking tonight? I'm drinking water tonight. Um, <laughs> these two are, yeah, I literally just have water tonight. These two are, yeah, if they, if they are feeling it by the end, I, I'm going to be the sober one this time. So it's my turn to be sober. Let's see. What am I reading? Well, I just finished... Um, Last Call at the Local, which is the third book in the Love List and Fancy Ships series by Sarah Grundru Ruiz. Really good. I think it might be my favorite in the series. I think. I think so. Probably. It's different than the other two because it doesn't take place on the yacht. Um, It takes place pretty much... The entire story takes place at a uh, well across the world, but I was going to say mostly in a bar in Ireland, like almost the entire thing. But um, it was super cute, super fun. The uh, main characters are just like they're just the kind that you just like kind of want to like squeeze and rough up, you know, and just like protect. And of course, Carissa Backer is amazing. And this one is dual POV as well. So it's got an Irish narrator for the guy because he's Irish. So it was really good. And it was also a little bit spicier than her other books, which I wasn't expecting. It was a really nice surprise. So I just finished that. And then I just started The Unmaking of June Farrell by Adrienne Young, which is like a woman's fiction slash mystery slash romance slash like magical realism story. I don't know. You, you, You guys know I'm like 
this year has been my year of like the Rebecca Rosses, the um, the Adeline Graces, era. the Stephanie Garbers, and she's kind of like in that vein. She writes stories in that vein, and I read one of one book by her earlier this year called Spells for Forgetting that I enjoyed. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And you guys, big announcement: I paused my Audible membership. I don't think I really <gasps> need it anymore. Like, yeah, dude, I was thinking about that as I well. I like or or like because I, I still have some credits left over that I can use. I have like four credits that I just haven't used because of the PRH audio program and with Libby and Hoopla. Like, I just, I don't know that I really need it because, like, I fully was expecting to pay a credit for the unmaking of June Farrow because um, I was like, whatever, I have a bunch of credits that I can use because it was just some random imprint that I had never heard of and my Libby hold was, mm-hmm. like, 12 weeks. So I was like, I don't want to wait that long. And I was like, no, 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 let me just check PRH audio. Of course, that imprint, you know, belongs under PRH. And so I was like, oh, perfect. Perfect. So I like that gif of Eric Andre like at the gate. Let me in. Let me in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, dude, yeah. you should email them. Yeah. Well, well, they like do it in batches. I think like they just like uh, I think they do it yeah. like once a quarter, and then they just go through a mm. bunch, and then yeah. yeah. So heads up if you guys don't know, Penguin Random House has an audio influencer program. It takes a while to get approved, so yeah. just give, be patient with it. But once you do get approved, it's amazing yeah they just sent out like another because i applied like maybe a month ago i don't know a while ago and then berkeley app look like results came in and then in that email they also like and re sorry kayla they also <laughs> re-incentivized <laughs> they also re-incentivized people to sign up for phr audio so mm-hmm. i almost feel like honestly kayla you won because it's like you are such a heavy audiobook reader anyway you're gonna get access to all yeah. those books anyway just in audio form yeah all right so that's what we're all reading and okay so a couple months ago or during halloween we did our monster romance situation and we had so much fun with that that was my my favorite episode we've ever recorded it was really fun to do it was really like i mean not to pat ourselves on the back but i think it was pretty funny (laughs) um and we think you guys liked it too so we decided why not do it but with christmas timey holiday themed stories So we're going to do the exact same thing that we did last time and kind of each go through our stories. And first, let's just say, everybody, what – Kendra's already laughing. Um, What is the title of your guys' book? Why did you pick it? Okay, I'll just tell you mine first. Mine is called Tinsel and Tentacles by Kate McDarris. Um, It's like 100 pages, and I picked it because – I think I just, again, I did the same thing that I did last time. I just searched, like, spicy holiday novella on TikTok, and I just, like, went through a bunch of videos, and I tried to find one that was pretty outrageous and short. So that's what that's what I did. And I saw the, I saw the cover for this one, and I said immediately yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the cover's insane. Yeah. Mine is called Haunted Holiday, a Vampire Romance Bureau of Paranormal Investigation Series World by Mandy Everett. Wow. I'm sorry, the girl on my cover is hot, but yeah. Um, How long was it? 86 pages. Slay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to say my my subtitle was um because uh, this is a series. It's the Monster Mash Holiday Story or one of the Monster Mash Holiday Stories. So she's got like multiple. Yeah, mine is also like the the Paranormal Bureau mm-hmm. Investigations, also a series. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I did seduced by Santa's elves. <laughs> The naughty list. Oh my god! The naughty list three by Melanie Nix. Um, and this was four 
15 pages. Oh, long. I don't even know God. that's possible. <laughs> and I picked it because it was 14 <laughs> pages long. Because girl didn't girl didn't have time to and, do anything and else. Let me show you. Um, let me show you the cover. Oh, kind of, why are they gnomes? They look like gnomes, not elves. Lit, they lit, So when I'm reading this, the elves getting down and dirty with this woman. I was like picturing gnomes the entire time. Oh, right? like, you can, with that cover. You can tell that this cover. I think I wouldn't be surprised if the author themselves made this cover. So like maybe gnomes was like the closest thing. I think they were more so going for the hat angle of it all. Right. But yeah, a lot can happen in 14 pages. You'd oh. be surprised. So as mentioned, mine is called Haunted Holiday. It's a vampire romance. And this is the first in the series, which is insane to me because the author, I feel like with how she was writing, I would have assumed this was the last in the series. Like there's so many assumptions that the reader has to make about like everything. But so our main character, her name is Danny, and mm-hmm. she is a hot blonde nerd, which is like so quirky. And she doesn't celebrate the holidays. So we open up and her best friend who also works at the Paranormal Bureau of Investigation is there like forcing her to decorate her house because she doesn't celebrate the holidays and she has no like holiday spirit. And you learn that like 10 years ago, something happened on Christmas that made her like not want to celebrate anymore. So we quickly learn that she is a slayer or more colloquially known as a preternatural enforcer so mm-hmm. she protects humans from quote baddies, baddies. aka <laughs> evil supernatural creatures for and she works obviously for the bureau of paranormal investigations is it just like any creature or like like so what here's exists the thing. in this world baddies ice spice like. <laughs> <laughs> see this is what i mean like we're never given a real definition of like what a slayer is but basically she's like resistant to magic and super fast and super strong and that makes her good at like taking down like bad (laughs) yeah baddies (laughs) um or like just like you know it's assumed that in this world like humans live alongside like vampires and demons and all of this and there are some good and some bad so she helps take down the bad ones so her bestie mimi who is a fae, because fae also exists in this world, <laughs> is determined to get her to celebrate Christmas. Um, and then we also very quickly learn that she has the hots for her asshole vampire boss um, named Cornell, and he lives next door. And he's mm-hmm. British. And he is of British course. in the audiobook, which was oh, you, oh, awesome. I did listen to it. I listened to it in about an hour. Um, so all vampires in this world have a demon side that can come out, but Cornell is really good at controlling his, which is why he works for the Paranormal Bureau of Investigation. He's just very in control of his demon side. For some reason, this pointed out, he smells like baked goods to her. A and vampire? it's never explained why. Mm. Yeah. She's okay. like, he smells like baked goods. Don't you smell baked good once you're around him, Mimi? Mm. And that's just never explained. Okay. But only to her, I guess. So then we enter his POV, because, right, like, she's setting up. She's like, I don't want to celebrate Christmas. Mimi's there forcing her. We enter his POV, and we realize he's obsessed with her. Like, literally, like, page one. He's, Love like, standing that. in his window, like, watching her like this <laughs> out his window. And he calls her his tie to humanity. Because I think slayers are, like, kind of human, but they also are, like, resistant to magic and super fast, super strong. I don't know. It's so weird. And she, like, was just on this, like, really dangerous mission, and he's her boss. She thinks that he hates him because he's, like, you need to be more careful, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we obviously find out mm-hmm. this because he's, like, worried about her, right? So... 
something happened at the hand of evil vampires uh, when she was younger, and he secretly like sought retribution on her behalf. And so we're learning all this very quickly. This is like page 10. Um, so he's been into her for five years, but thinks there's no way that this could ever work because he's her boss. He's a vampire. She's a slayer. That just won't work. Right. But then it's revealed, dot, 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 that she's his mate. <gasps> gasp. Everybody gasp. <gasps> uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, okay. When you said, when you said that, like, that he, she only smelled like goods, I was going to be like, oh, it sounds like mate behavior but i was like no she's like a she's a human i don't know but i don't know like that's mm. like i wish we would have gotten an explanation yeah. <laughs> <Miss> mandy <laughs> go back but he's like constantly daydreaming about fucking her just like what she's gonna feel like around his cock and whatever you know what i mean of course so his best friend is there at his house while he's like staring out the window and watching her decorate her house next door he built this house you guys he like she lived there he built this house. He bought three houses on her block, demolished them all, and built, like, a giant gothic mansion next door to her in this, like, small little area That's of her town. That's concerning. <laughs> yeah. So his best friend's there, and he said that he should offer to, quote, stock her stuffing and, quote, mm-hmm. fill her with your holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. Um, his since, gum. Yeah, exactly. Since he's down mm-hmm. so bad, his best friend's like, you should just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So he and his bestie decide to, like, go next door and interrupt their Christmas decorating to ask the girls to have a drink since he's, like, finally decided to make his move because, like, his bestie was, like, making fun of him being, like, well, what if she, like, hooks up with somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the mate inside of him just, like, reared up. So they decide to go next door, decides to make his move, and after, like, two seconds of intense eye contact, she kisses him. And, like, I wish it didn't, wasn't as abrupt as what I'm telling you guys, but it truly is. He goes next door. And they're like, you guys want to come over for a drink? And they're just, like, staring at each other. And then she, like, leans up and kisses him. And then they start making out in front of their best friends. Because, like, his best friend is there and her best friend is there. And they're, like, making out, like, full on in front of them (laughs) out of nowhere. And then they slip on the ice, of course, as any good holiday romance does. And they start to giggle and, like, fall on the ground. And his best friend says, grind and make the man's year, Danny. Because they're, like, on the (laughs) ground. And she fell on top of him. So he said, Mm -hmm. grind and make the man's year. Okay. So they decide to go to his house for drinks after they made out in front of their best friends. And he's like, Your sweater is wet from falling in the snow. You should wear one of mine, as if she doesn't live next door and can walk next door and get her own sweater. But there's like a bunch of sexual attention again as they're like having the drinks in his giant mansion. And their best friends are still there. So she came on his couch in front of everyone, seemingly just from the idea of fucking him. So she's thinking about it. And she's, like, sitting on the couch, and she's like, oh, no, I'm so turned on. I'm so turned on. And then she's coming. Um, so she's, like, thinking about him fucking her and, like, going in and out and in and out, right? Like, he's, she's, like, daydreaming about this, and she just keeps coming. So <laughs> she comes three times. As Without she's anything happening? Oh. Yeah. They're on opposite sides of the room. Her, their best friends Girl. are playing pool in the room. She's on the couch, and she's coming over and over. She's, like, sitting there. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> But then you find out he was, like, mind-speaking to her, like, later on. It was just, like, super hard for him to do because she's a slayer, so people can't usually penetrate her mind. But he was, like, putting those images in her head of, like, Uh them fucking, them fucking. So, like, he wasn't making her come, but he was putting the images in there. So she's, like, coming over and over on his couch in front of everybody, which is just, like, (laughs) insane because, like, their friends are playing pool. Wait. Oh, they're still still with people? I thought they went over to his house. 
So, so all of else. them went over to that. All oh, of them all went over them. to his house. Okay. So the besties are there playing pool in the same room. Do they see this? I like it's never really confirmed whether they acknowledge that she's coming, oh. but like it is confirmed that they are there playing pool and she's coming on the couch. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they just saw it and they're like, you better leave her alone. <laughs> I just feel like I'd be at that party and be like, ew, what's that smell? <laughs> Kendra, that's literally mentioned because vampires have such a strong scent that they can sense her arousal. Oh my god! So she's so embarrassed because his best friend is also a vampire. So she's like, they can for sure smell my arousal right now. Um, so she's like, what's going on? And he's like caressing her face because she like runs out of the room, and he like follows her and is like caressing her face and putting their foreheads together and like, what do you mean, baby? I'm in love with you. Like, mm-hmm. she's like yeah exactly she's like runs out of the room she's like all freaked out she's like what is going on like why am i coming on the couch just thinking about him and he like literally is like holding her face puts his forehead on hers and is like i'm in love with you and i was like what like literally 20 minutes ago she thought that he hated her but then she's like smiley face um i like you (laughs) even though she thought that he hated her 25 minutes ago literally there's like this like moment in the hallway where she's like wait what but then she's like no i like you too there's like ongoing sexual tension and then they decide that they like want to go further and he says quote if i take you to my bed that i'm going to claim you and he tells her that she's his mate which she didn't know and she's like but wait i'm not a vampire and you're my boss mm-hmm. and you guys i like i am not jumping around the story the next sentence out of his mouth after she's like wait 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 is stay and be my wife or go and i'll respect your wishes like sir this is an arby's like what are you talking about <laughs> i like he zero to 100 literally is like stay and be my wife yeah exactly yeah so then she's like are you sure you want me understandable question considering 25 minutes ago she they didn't mine. know yeah Sorry. and then she's like crying happy tears i'm not kidding you this is five minutes after she came on the couch three times <laughs> so we finally find out why danny hates the holidays which is mm. that vampires killed her family on Christmas and he reveals that he killed them all and like put oh. a bow on their bodies. He like tied a bow over their bodies for her and like left a picture on her desk five years ago once he found out. Oh, well. And like upon learning this information, she says, take me to bed, Cornell, and make me your wife. Like I, I, their friends are still in the house right at this moment. So they decide mm. to go into his room and they're boning and he's smelling her and he's like backing off because he's like worried that he's about to lose control over her blood and like bite her. And she's like, no babe, let me suck you off. So this is the second BJ she's ever given and she's amazing at it. Of, of course. course. Yeah. So I was honestly pretty upset about the sex. This is the only sex scene in the whole book besides her like coming on the couch thinking about it. And it was, like, pretty tame missionary when all was said and done. Oh, boo. Um, yeah, I know. But he, she did, like, bite her cheek because she was, like, so turned on. And then she started bleeding. And he's like, oh, my God. Her mm-hmm. blood. And she's like, yeah, suck my neck, baby. And then he was like, no, How I don't want to control. Well, she bit her cheek and then he scented the blood. Oh. So he's okay. like... You know, and she was like, yeah, bite my neck. And he was like, no, I don't want to lose control. And she was like, I want it. So then he sucks her neck and comes while he's sucking her blood, you know. And then he's like calling her wife a ton. Their friends are still in the house while they're fucking. And she's immortal now because they mated. Okay. Because they had sex. Well, yeah, because they like accepted the mating bond or whatever. That's never even explicitly said, I'm assuming. It just says she's immortal. <laughs> um, but he puts her on her knees and says he's going to stuff her stocking. 
which is a callback. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which we don't even get to see that sex scene of him fucking her from behind. I know. But they can, like, feel each other's emotions now that they're mated. They fall asleep. Their friends, like, leave eventually. They're about to go to sleep. And she says she started the day thinking her biggest decision would be whether or not to let Mimi decorate. And she ended up with a husband. Okay. Be so incredibly serious. (laughs) Yeah. So he's, like all pissed off about the people who like like hurt her on her previous mission do you guys remember at the very beginning i mentioned it for like two seconds that she got hurt on like a mission and he was like you really worried yourself yeah yeah so the book ends with her him like offering to go kill those people for her and she's like as much as i love you which mm-hmm. how do we know how much he loves she loves him mm-hmm. as much as i love you i don't need any more bad guys wrapped in bows i just need you Mm. oh mm-hmm. cute happily ever after yay yeah wow. what'd you so, read it two stars <laughs> did I, you like you liked your other one better that you did in october yeah the gargoyle one yeah, yeah i went back and read that whole series after i finished that one and i'm like waiting for the next one to come out this was just like the timeline was absolutely insane and like when I, I know that when I edit this and I put this all together, people are going to be like, this sounds so disjointed. Yes, that is how it's written. Like, mm. literally two hours ago, she was decorating her house being like, I hate Christmas. And now she has a husband. <laughs> you know, normal behavior. I feel like that's like, you know, a lot of people wish for that for Christmas. Uh, so Yeah. I will not be reading the rest of the series uh-uh. because I do believe that their besties hook up based off of what was said in the book. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Don't care. But are those creatures? Are their besties like paranormal creatures? She, yeah, she's a fae. Her oh. her best friend Mimi is a fae. And there's like some conversation about like fae and vampire relationships throughout history. Very briefly mentioned. And then his best friend is also a vampire. Hmm. I'm sorry, bestie. That's disappointing. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I was honestly, if the sex was crazier, yeah. I would have been down. Yeah. But it was like, it was missionary with one little neck bite. I was like, boo. Yeah. And we're not shitting on missionary. It's just like, if you're going to read a book that crazy, like. Right. No, ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So like, I. So true. I love intense eye contact. But if we're reading about. <laughs> if we're reading about a vampire fucking this, his mate for the first time. Mm-hmm. I just was expecting. A little more. A little, little something crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. I would not recommend Haunted Holiday. <laughs> Darn. I can't wait to hear about your guys' though. Okay. I'll go. I feel like Kindred is like the 14-pager the is the finale. So. so, again, mine is Tinsel and Tentacles, a Monster Mash holiday story. Um, <laughs> I don't know what number in the series this is. Actually, I have no idea. I know that they, like, the author also has a October or a Halloween-themed one. But okay, so this one actually is three people. It's MMF. Slay. Um, yeah. And that's felt like holiday slay. You're, yes, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the three characters here, so I just want to like lay them out so that like when I say them, you know who I'm talking about. So Marcy um, is the manager of Barney. The, the, the guy's name is Barney, yes. Um, who is like a pop star, like a music celeb, and then Ryder is the bodyguard. Okay, so those are the three main players in this story. So um, we already start off really strong. 
Marcy and Ryder are going into the hotel room to see Barney and like get him to go to this like whatever event that they have but they catch him I'm not kidding you this is like three four pages into the book um but they catch him in like uh, a bath he's having a bath and then they see of course that he has tentacles um and they didn't know it's it just says on the other side of the window Barney Miles voted sexiest man alive multiple times is in a giant soaking tub a set of long, glossy pink and purple marbled tentacles rise up from the mountain of bubbles. So, immediately, <laughs> immediately you're thrown in, okay? Of course, neither Ryder nor Marcy knew about this, but they agreed to, like, keep it a secret together that they know. And also, along the way, you can kind of sense that Ryder and Marcy kind of have this, like, tension. It's also told from everybody's point of view, so everybody has, like, their POV and you can tell that each person is attracted to each person in this story. Hot. They all they all talk about how like attractive they think each other is and like you know all the fantasies and everything like that. So then once we get to Barney's point of view, he notices that Marcy and Ryder are being kind of like odd and weird. He's like they're being kind of standoffish. He doesn't really know why, right? And of course all of this is taking place during Christmas time and Barney's kind of sad because he's, you know, a celebrity. He can't just like go walking down the street in New York where they are and, you know, just like enjoy Rockefeller Center at Christmas time and go ice skating because he's a celebrity. So Marcy has, has an tentacles. idea. I know Annie has tentacles, but only like he can like put them away. Okay. Um, where are they at on his body? That's what's tripping uh, me up right we'll, now. We'll, okay. I'll, we'll get to that later. Cause I also have the same question, but um, <laughs> Marcy has an idea. She's like, what if, <laughs> What if we all, basically she's just like, what if we wear disguises and go to the Rockefeller Center and ice skate? But it's not just any disguise. It's, okay, I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. But they are, um, have you ever seen those knitted or crocheted, like, Viking hats and beards that people make? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. She somehow has these. I don't know where she got them from, but she somehow has these. And um, she's like, let's all wear these disguises and go to Rockefeller Center. Okay. So, of course, they all they go they all go and they all hang out and, you know, through each person's point of view, they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. Like, I love these people so much. I love hanging out with them. Um, and then, of course, we get like a moment where the three, all three of them like get tangled up ice skating and they fall on top of each other. And like, it's kind of like it's really hot and there's like a lot of tension, you know, et cetera. As any good holiday romance does. Of course, does. you want that. Like, writer, <laughs> yeah. writer, the bodyguard is like on the bottom and then he like it's in his pee bottom i'll get to it i'll get to it <laughs> he's like laying on his back and then the other two are kind of like not on his side but they're both laying on their side on top of him yeah. and he like makes a note he specifically says he's like mm, this feels really good to have both of these two but both of these people like in between my hips so uh later when they're all warming up Ryder, the bodyguard, and Barney have a moment, like, in this, like, alleyway, and they don't have their disguises on, where, like, Ryder takes Barney's hands to, like, warm them up, um, and then he, Barney, the star, like, basically feels up his shirt, and they just, like, are about to kiss, but nothing happens, but then Marcy comes in and is like, you guys don't have your disguises on, what are you doing, like, and that's basically where that ends. Also, I want to point something out, that this book is actually pretty well written, like, I like it's actually not Damn. bad like I enjoy like the last one was a very <sighs> silly goofy one like it was mm -hmm. obviously not meant to be taken seriously and while I don't necessarily think this one is either I was like 
kind of low-key really enjoying it so <laughs> i don't You're know like, wow this is hot I... anyway um <laughs> once i get again i can't wait to share the 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 finale with you guys so now we're at the next day barney has this show he's off in rehearsals and he just like can't seem to get his mind straight okay so he decides to take uh marcy and Ryder into his green room and he's like guys i gotta tell you something he's like I, I just have been like wanting to get this off my chest for such a long time. And, you know, Ryder and Marcy are like, oh, we know Barney. We know. And it's okay. It's okay. And Barney's like, oh, perfect. This is amazing. Like, I'm so happy. And so then he goes up and he kisses Marcy. He says that this is going to make all of us so happy, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, while he's like kissing Marcy, he grabs a fistful of Ryder's shirt and then like kisses him too. But then Barney leaves. And Marcy and Ryder are standing there and they're like, wait. He wasn't talking about his tentacles, was he? And then I guess that they like realize, <laughs> and I guess that they like realize that they just agreed to becoming a thruple and not Barney telling them about his tentacles. Um, and so they argue, they kind of argue for a bit, Marcy and Ryder, and um, they both admit that they're not just attracted to Barney, but they're also attracted to each other. And then uh, Marcy, this is like, she really, this is like an actual quote from the book. She tells Ryder that she wants to, quote, dick him down really bad. So. Good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, get it, girl. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, Barney has to show everything goes great because he's like really happy that he finally got his feelings off of his chest. But then, of course, what happens? A snowstorm. Love a good snowstorm. So now everybody has to stay the night at a hotel together. Once the crew and the security like go up to their room, Ryder and Marcy both follow Barney up to his room. And then Ryder is like, Barney, you look really cold. I think you need a bubble bath. Because of course, the first time that they saw his tentacles was in a bubble bath, right? So they're like, well, naturally, we're going to now see him this time. So Barney is, of course, like, uh, 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 like, he, like, doesn't know what to say. Marcy admits that, you know, they know and that they don't care and that they want to be uh, in bed with all of him. Mm -hmm. They specifically say that. Um, they all agree to have sex. They also agree to a red, yellow, and green, uh, like, it's not a safe, I guess it's kind of like a safe word method, you know? Yeah. So they agree to that. Um, by the way. In case you're wondering, Barney does also have a penis, a human penis. Oh, so he does. I have was that. wondering. Yeah. So yeah. of course he gets uh, into the bath and like immediately his like tentacles pop up. So I don't know if they're like activated by water. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. That's not explained. Mm -hmm. It's also not clear how many he has and where they like come out from. I don't. I don't know. Does he still have legs when he has tentacles? Yes. So like he's still like fully. I, I imagine him just as like fully human, but with like tentacles, like a little just, skirt. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, like what's the Doc Ock? He's like Doc Ock. From I guess. Yeah, he could. It could oh. be like that. Yeah, like from Spider Man. Yeah, like well, I I have another. Despite me saying this is well written, that part I don't know. Like I just use your imagination. I really don't know. Marnie, or excuse me, not Marty. Marcy uh, gives him a blowjob while Ryder is kissing Barney. Okay, this is all going to become a little confusing, so I'm going to try and help you guys keep everything in your mind, okay? Like, logistics-wise. Okay. Barney is about to come, but really quickly backs away from them, and this is when he goes into the tub. Sorry, they were standing before. Now this is when he goes into the tub. He invites them to join, okay? So Marcy and Ryder both strip. this tub. But yeah, 
I don't know. That's a great question. It's a clawfoot bathtub. I don't know how big it is, but they're just skinny. Yeah. (laughs) Marcy and Ryder both strip, and then Barney grabs Marcy by the waist with a tentacle while he messes with Ryder's penis. And so so he's just like. With another tentacle? Yeah, with another one. Um, So then Marcy gets in and straddles a tentacle. She straddles. He's sitting there like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's sitting with his back, like Barney is sitting with his back against the tub, and like Marcy gets in again with the with the help of the tentacle, and then she's mm-hmm. like straddling one of his tentacles in the tub. Meanwhile, Ryder is still on the outside of the tub, with a okay. with the help of another tentacle. Okay, following, following. You got okay. Um, Marcy also says that when she straddles this tentacle, by the way, I got so tired of writing out Marcy, Ryder, Barney, and tentacle in my notes that I just referred to it as M B. R and T because I was just like so annoyed by typing out those words. Um, but anyway, Marcy says it feels like a giant tongue. That's what she says it feels like. So you know, just in case you were wondering. Okay, um, I was. So thank you. You're no problem. By this point, Ryder is now also in the tub, but he's like kind of standing to the side. So Barney, Barney, and Marcy are both facing each other, and Ryder's kind of like on the side. Marcy is standing, and then Barney takes two tentacles to both holes okay uh-huh. um she said she she did say that she likes it from both the front and the back so she's like all about it okay so a tentacle slides into into each hole while the sucker that's the word that they specifically use on the tentacle sucks at her clit of course Duh. so she's got like everything is going on barney grabs her breasts while Ryder grabs the other one while kissing her neck so he's just like kind of standing there like helping i guess barney says that he wants to come with marcy and asks Ryder to fuck him okay now this is where things get a little complicated that i maybe you guys can help me out because i don't understand so barney takes Ryder's hand underwater and like lets him explore like his tentacles okay Uh uh-huh and then I'm seeing it. In okay, my yeah. Mind's eye. So he says, "I let my fingers explore. The tentacles lead up to a smooth expanse of skin that culminates in a narrow hole. I circle the edge with my middle finger. It feels soft and wet, just like Marcy's pussy." So I'm like, "Okay, so his butt cheeks are tentacles." Well, that's what I was like wondering. I was like, "Is this like, just like where Marcy's is this? Pussy. Where is this?" <laughs> I was like, "Where is this on? His, where is this on his body?" It's his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because it because then I'm wondering his butt cheeks just expanding into two long tentacles. Well, because because Barty is still lying on his back, so if that's the case, then he would have had to like push his hand up underneath him. Well, when think about when you're laying on your back, your asshole's not on your back; it's between I, your legs. Yeah, I guess, but because then Ryder, it specifically says in the book that then Ryder fucks that whatever that hole is from the front while Barney tugs marcy to his side you know and still like fucking her with a tentacle in both holes yeah i picture her laying on her side like spooning him but he's laying on his back getting fucked in the ass his tentacle hole like whatever that is that's you don't think it's his ass i don't know that's what i'm saying like i don't know the answer to that question (laughs) i was so confused i was like is this where like his tentacles are like is this where they come from or like do they all come from the same place or are they different like i don't no. Whatever hole it is, Ryder's fucking him in it. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the important part. Okay. 
Meanwhile, so like they're all like fucking each other, whatever. And then like the suckers of Barney's tentacles both grab them by the ass and like suck their ass, I guess, whatever. They call it a big writhing ball of pleasure. So of course they all come. I bet. Yeah, of course they all come. And then they fall asleep in this tub that's filled with that cum, so I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, you get infections. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's that's what I was. That's what I was. That tub. Thanks. <laughs> <Yes>, infection. <laughs> um. Then they all wake up. <laughs> they all wake up, and then they go to this bed. By the way, Barney still has his tentacles, even when they get out of the tub. I guess he just like didn't put them back. I don't know. He let them. Okay. Then we're at our final sex scene of the. <laughs> He's just all natural right now, you know, because mm-hmm. he can be himself around them. Obviously. Authentic self. Yeah. yeah. So then Barney is sitting uh, on the headboard, or like his back is up against the headboard of the bed, while Marcy comes up to him to kiss him, and Ryder's just kind of standing by the side watching. He does that a lot, I guess. He did the, the same yeah, thing with the tub. I he just like likes that. to stand and. Stan, he he likes to come in later, you know. I want them to invite him I in. Know. Like, are they not caring well, about Ryder enough? Well, that's like anytime I read about the Ruffles, I'm like, I do all love each other equally. Yeah. <laughs> so Barney makes Marcy turn around and sit against his chest, and so then he like basically is encouraging Ryder to come and eat her out. So that's what he does while Marcy is sitting up against his chest. Tentacles are still out. Tentacles are still out. In fact, Barney is actually holding Marcy's legs open with his oh, tentacles. Yeah, okay? as he should. Uh huh. So Ryder eats her out, and then he now grabs some lube, and he kind of prods up underneath uh, at her ass, and then he turns around. Ryder turns around so that his ass is facing both of these people. Okay, and again, this is this is where logistics get kind of confusing, but he declares that they meaning Barney and Marcy are now going to get him ready to take a tentacle in the ass so that Barney can fuck both of them from behind like while Ryder while Ryder fucks Marcy in the vagina okay did you did you track that yeah wait are these all tentacles or is there any dick involved there is dick Ryder's dick is in Marcy and then he has a dick in he has a tentacle he has a tentacle up his ass correct correct yeah Okay. Train. Got it. Wait, what's what's Barney doing? Barney he's just is getting fucked. Yeah, Barney is he's just, I guess, fucking them. He's fucking With them. With his tentacles. So he's just he's sitting there like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know that you know that SpongeBob, oh. like they're partying and it's the <laughs> you know, I need to I need to find it. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. That's, yeah. <laughs> I need it. I don't even know what to type to search that in because it's. I don't oh, know the episode. It's Dancing like, Squidward. Yeah, it's yeah. Squidward. Oh yeah, Dancing Squidward. <laughs> oh. Okay. I apologize for putting that like, image in here. <laughs> All right. So again, um, Ryder is his ass is facing both Barney and Marcy. Okay. Yeah. So, but wait, I thought he was fucking Marcy. How is he? He's he's, he's asking them to get him lubed up and ready. So he's oh, so he's he giving them here for a second. Yes. Yeah. So he um, while Marcy kind of gets him like all lubed up, so she's like pouring the lube down his crack and like you know doing all, doing what she needs to do. <laughs> so, by the way, while that's happening, the tentacles <laughs> are now slapping Ryder's ass a lot. <laughs>
emotion is killing me. Um, <laughs> why do I? Why y'all oh crying? my god. <laughs> primed and ready <laughs> Ryder turns around and then Barney enters uh, into him from behind with a tentacle Ryder then puts his dick in Marcy okay and I just yeah. I have a note here that just says tentacles are going everywhere I don't really know what's happening That's I, I don't know they're just everywhere imagine them in every possible orifice and then on every surface you know that's just how I imagine it where is Barney laying at this he's point. He's still he's still his back is up against the headboard. Oh, he's just like watching this all happen. He I mean he yeah, he's he's fucking both of them in the ass. But yes. With tentacles. With tentacles. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. So again, Barney's laying back, Marcy is against his chest, while Ryder is facing their front fucking Marcy. Okay. Got that? Is Marcy on her knees or is she on her back? She's on, she's, her back is laying up against Barney's chest. What? So she's like in his lap. She's like laying like against at an his angle, lap. I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. then the tentacles are reaching ass. all the way around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. So of course they all orgasm. It's amazing. It's incredible. Whatever. <laughs> they fall asleep. They wake up the next morning and then they fuck again, but they fuck again with Barney in his human form. So he's back to... I was going to say normal, but maybe that's, like, offensive. I don't know. To the tentacle <laughs> community. <laughs> I don't know. He's back to his human form. I'll just say that. In that one, Barney fucks Marcy in Missionary while Ryder fucks Barney from behind. And then, of course, at this moment, it's Christmas time. And so then everybody loves each other. They I exchange gifts. The <laughs> I know. They exchange gifts, and that's the end. But yeah, they're like so happy that they're like together and that they're like, they basically they're like, this is everything I've like ever wanted. Yeah. And they're just like, they say it's, um, she's, Marcy says, I may not know everything the future holds, but I know one thing at least. This is a holiday I'll never forget. Me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> that was Tinsel and Tentacles. Kayla, be honest. Were you like turned on? Guys, when <laughs> I was reading, no, listen to me, listen to me. When I was reading Love, Laugh, Leech. I was not the least bit like, oh my god, this is even a little hot. Like I wasn't even even when he had it in both holes, no, and sucking your clit with uh-uh. his three appendages. No, like I don't. Okay, not even a little bit. I think it's just because the way that this one was written. Listen, I know we're la- like laughing, crying at how s- silly this L is, but I'm telling you guys, you were it was pretty like- good. Like I can't even lie. I when I read the crack and sacrifice, the tentacle play was getting me. I won't lie to you. Cause like at the at the moment when she's like in the tub like just like writing, <laughs> I promise it's a lot hotter than it sounds. But <laughs> it was a giant tongue. You said I get it. Yeah. I get it. You don't have to explain yourself to us. Thank you, Brady. Brady gets it. Kendra's just no. Okay. No. She just wanted to know. Uh, okay. I just wanted to know. I just to know. Okay. Well, now you know. You are turned on by octopuses. Well, that's, we get it. That's, that sounded shamey. I didn't want that Whoa. to come off. Jamie, but whoa um, anyway i enjoyed this one it was fun i love that for you oh what would you rate it what'd you rate it five <laughs> i don't know like four probably slay oh my god or because i want to know where what where are his tentacles from i don't know where they're coming from 
Otherwise five. Otherwise five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's oh, mine. Wow. Kendra's turn. I love that. <clears throat> so I read Seduced by Santa's Elves. Um, and it was 14 pages. So let's just dive. That's- insane i don't even understand how that's possible like oh it's possible it's not good but it's possible (laughs) (laughs) so it follows this girl named mary kringle who is the sister of santa claus and she is back at the north pole after like her husband cheats on her she hates her corporate job she's like why did i even leave the north pole like what was i searching for you know midlife crisis Um, vibes I don't even know how old she is. Uh, the author does make a note to say, like in the blurb, that everyone is over eighteen. So, but she doesn't give specific. She doesn't give specific ages. Um, That's so funny. She also came home because she notes that her brother Santa is sad and depressed because his wife left him for the Ooh. Easter Bunny, <laughs> and she says something like, "Yeah, like hump like rabbits." Like she like says something like that. Uh huh. Anyways, oh my. so um, it's. Christmas Eve, obviously Santa has an important job to do on Christmas Eve. So he's like, hey, have a good night. I'll see you later. So Mary's just like at home and like all the elves are there. And they're like kind of flirting with her at first. And she's like, huh, they're like, what did she say? She's like, you elves are resourceful creatures. And they're like, you know it, baby. Um, How many are there she goes, at this point? Well, there are three main elves okay. that we interact with. And one of them is named Bowie. And she goes, for an elf... Bowie had a lot of swagger, covered head to toe in fur. Mm. They're furry. <laughs> and all that. furs are different colors. So like one has black fur, one has white fur. Um, so this one is covered in fur, okay, head to toe in fur, as black as night. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She said, are they diverse? Shut up. Oh, I said, I said, I said okay, diverse. <laughs> Um, except for the patch of brown in the shape of a lightning bolt down his left eye. So he's like covered in fur and then he has like a lightning bolt over his eye. Care bear. Yeah. Very popular with the elf ladies. So that's like our first introduction with like that elf. So then she's like, okay, like I got nothing to do. I'm going to go to my old room. But she like notes that her room has been like upgraded. So there's like this really nice bed and like these red curtains are going to come into play. Uh, a little later so two pages later of the 14 page book that's so <laughs> <laughs> no literally it's all <laughs> um she goes to her room oh also she says this about the elf she says elves weren't little rosy cheeked cherubs that look like children they were cute little balls of fur about three oh. feet tall so these are Ew, these men are three feet tall. <laughs> um and she goes they actually looked more like fur balls on oh. that old Christmas movie Gremlins than anything else. No. <laughs> so, anyways, she goes to. So now, now we're back in her room. She's in her room, and like any other girl on Christmas on Christmas Eve, she's horny. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So what is she gonna do? She pulls out like a USB like flash drive, plugs it into the TV, and on this flash drive is just like a whole bunch of Christmas erotica. Um, <laughs> These are direct quotes. She goes, first up was Scrooge, an adult Christmas carol. It was about a mean woman who would change her ways by the end of the movie after being visited and fucked by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. After that would be Screwed at, screwed at Home Alone trilogy. They were silly <laughs> stories about a girl offering sex to guys trying to rob a family's house while she was house-sitting for the vacationing family. And then she says, 
It was hard to find Christmas erotica to get off to because so many of the stories revolved around Santa punishing naughty <laughs> girls. And remember, Santa's her brother. So, like, yeah, like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to watch, like, porn inspired by your siblings. So she's, like, getting – she's, like, fucking herself with this dildo on her bed, uh, getting all hot and bothered, like, with the Christmas erotica that she's watching. And then right as she's about to finish, her eyes are closed. She feels – Something sucking on her nipple. Oh, and she <laughs> Kayla's face. Oh, again, I didn't say this was good. A lot I'm of this concerned. did make me uncomfortable. She um she opens her eyes and it's Bowie, the original elf that we saw, <laughs> sucking, sucking on her nipple, and he says something like, "I just, we we just want to we we just want to make you feel good," and then she's like, "We." And then the other elf, another elf comes in, and his name is uh, Tensel. Tensel comes in, uh, and he immediately gets face to face with her pussy. And the the dildo is, like, still in her pussy. He takes the dildo out, sucks it, and he goes tasty, but probably better at the source. And then he tosses the dildo dildo to the floor and lowers himself between her thighs and at this point she goes my brain knew having sex with santa's elves was wrong but my body was impressed with tinsel's tongue action so you got bowie on her titties tinsel on her pussy um and tinsel is literally like eating her out from ass to clit that's what she says um with long strokes that had her Wait, she said long strokes that had me wrapping my hands under my thighs and pulling my legs back as I panted with pleasure. And so then she looks up <laughs> and Snowy's in the room. Just... Not Snowy. <laughs> Snowy is in the room, like jerking it. <laughs> he is the yeah, he goes, she goes, he was jerking himself off and that he actually needed both hands to do it because his cock was that fucking long. So imagine this like three foot furry <laughs> with a monster cock. <laughs> and then she goes, well, it's not proportionate. Oh, not at all. He goes, come here, Snowy. I want to taste that elf dick. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he, so, so this is the positioning that she's in. So she's on the bed laying down. You got one elf eating her out one elf working on her titties and then another elf and they're tiny so this works the other elf gets on top of her and her is like, I guess, like sitting yeah. on her chest and then like he gags her with her, with with his dick so she's just like every hole is being occupied and then snowy the one who's getting a blowjob from her he's like eat that pussy tinsel so he's like talking to his elf friend uh, and, I, and you don't know if the elves are related like you just know they're all elves so like i whatever so he's like eat that pussy tinsel i love the way she moans around my cough so that obviously encourages tinsel to go harder and then at this point she goes i had no idea how long an elf tongue was i know i'd seen one lick one his own eyebrow on a dare before though so i knew it wasn't my imagination that if that i felt it touching parts i had never that had never been touched before so like his tongue is so long that it curls up and licks her g-spot like an ice cream cone on a hot summer day so she's just like and so that makes her moan more, whatever. And so the guy that's like giving the elf that's giving her the elf that she's giving head to comes. Snowy. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, like Kayla, like I get later on, I got confused of like who was where because the author, I think, also forgot who was where because she like <laughs> randomly switches their positions. I'm like, what the fuck? So 
the elf that was giving her that she was giving a blowjob to comes um and it she goes he was filling my tummy with his elf cum any guesses oh, on what elf cum tastes icing like? icing icing kayla um, any guess um hot chocolate chocolate yeah Elf cum was delicious, tasting like cookies and cream with just a Ew. hint of cocoa. That's um, disgusting. <laughs> so she gets cum in her mouth that she swallows up and she just loves it. And then the guy that was like working, the guy that was working her titties, he like comes on her chest too. So they they finish. But then the guy that was like eating her pussy, he doesn't finish. And so he wants to like penetrate her now. But she's like, no, like oh. I want to shower. And then they... All literally, this is the this is where I got like super uncomfortable. They go, they look at each other and they're like, "No waiting, right, boys? Right?" Yeah. And they all rush her, and they like somehow take the like red curtains that I mentioned earlier in her room, and have her like suspended in the air. <laughs> so like her hands are tied behind her back and like her legs are I don't know. It was it wasn't very clear, but she's suspended in the air. I was uncomfortable because I'm like she literally just she has elf come all over her go let her take a shower and they said no but in her pov she like 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 she liked that i guess like they challenged her and told her no whatever fucking weirdo um this is are you so sure then, this is 14 pages this is a lot yeah. of information yeah <laughs> yeah so then they this is when the penetration this is just like straight elf smut you guys this is when the penetration happens one of the elves is like your pussy is delicious, Mary, but an elf can't live on just eating pussy, so I'm going to fuck you now. And his cock is, like, spanking her ass. So, like, they're all around her. It, again, it's not clear. And he's like, you want that, Mary? You want this big elf dick in you? <laughs> then say it, Mary. Say you want this big elf dick in your pussy, or I'll just go jerk off in the corner or something. So they're, like, being kind of rude. <laughs> and then one of the elves, like, pushes the other elf out of the way and, and is like get out the way you greedy fuck I want that ass and she's like nervous because oh. she's like oh my god I've never had anything up my ass before like only a oh dildo and th- these elves have monster cocks so she's like how like, is that gonna work <laughs> so then <laughs> I'm just gonna start reading all I've just been reading straight quotes um, I'll keep going one of the elves goes holy mistletoe keep that up and I'm going to fill that sweet pussy before I'm ready because they were just like all going to town to her I was also very confused again of like who was doing what to who and I'm assuming the one that was like either getting sucked off or like now fucking her in the pussy goes motherfucking gingerbread cookies. I'm going to fucking come. <laughs> and at oh. this point, whatever elf is like at her ass has been like fingering her with like four fingers. Oh my God. But, but here's but where like I'm confused, elf right? That's what I was saying. Like she keeps saying they have tiny hands, tiny hands, big <laughs> cock doesn't correlate in my mind, but for her, it works. So she's like, yeah, like they would always grab me with their little tiny hands. So like four little oh. elf fingers <laughs> in her asshole, just like protruding her, getting her ready. Um, one says like, take my eggnog, Mary, take it all because he's oh. like coming. Uh, oh and then the other goes, holy that. fucking. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> the other goes, oh, the one that's fucking her ass goes, holy fucking fruitcake. Not going to last long with these sweet cheeks trying to milk me dry. So then they all come. <laughs> Somehow, some way, they all come. Mary had a great time. And then all three elves just like pass out on the bed. They're like tired. And they're like, Mary, like, can you like come back and we make this like an annual thing? And Mary finally gonna go take a shower because she's just covered in cookies and cream cum at this point. <laughs> she's like, Well, what if we make it a daily thing? I think I'm gonna stay here forever. Yeah. Um, and it ends with 
The elves cheered, and I couldn't help smiling. I was finally where I belonged, and my future was filled with elf cock. The end. 14 pages, you guys. Oh, my God. There are other books in that this author has written. Hold on. I'm just going to read the titles because I, I think it's so funny. What say. Um, yeah, it was it was intense. Her other more naughty stories from Melanie Nix include Groped by the Grinch, Reined in by the Reindeer Man, and then she has three Tentacle Games books. So, Kayla, you might want to check those out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like I again, I, I picked it because of the length. It, it was just straight smut from beginning to end that I honestly could have lived my whole life without without reading. I gave it one wow. star because I didn't I thought the elves were very there. They were rude. They were so rude to her. Like, go let her shower. If I'm covered in cum and I want to shower like you can wait. But the fact that she was like, oh, Barney it tastes and like cookies and cream. Never do that. Yeah, like cookies and cream. I wish I wish semen tasted that good are you fucking kidding me <laughs> can you imagine with a hint of cocoa <laughs> um, if if semen this is getting so inappropriate i'm so sorry to everyone listening if semen tasted good oh um, i think the world would be a better be place all i think day. all the all day i think it's just like the downfall of men i think it's just like that's how she, it tastes bad because men are shitty like Ugh. she said she it was filling her tummy and i'm like i don't even want to I mean, but cookies and cream, yummy, yummy, um, <laughs> like fruit salad from the <laughs> the Wiggles. Um, so that was my fourteen page holiday novella. Zero, zero out of ten recommend. Um, I do wish yeah. I picked something better, but again, I I waited to the last minute. Um, Kayla, you definitely had like the, the best in terms one. of quality, the mm-hmm. best one. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Like I believe that. Wow. Love. I believe that. I, I honestly love. did too. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh, we have to do another one sometime so that I can like have the best one because I feel like Kendra definitely had the best one last time. Kayla had the best one this time. Next time that we do an insane novella, I'm gonna work really hard. I will read ten novellas if I have to. You gotta get like that's what I'm saying. Leaf. You gotta go like on on TikTok and like find just like type in whatever the holiday is, and then you will find so many ridiculous things. Or ask Gracie. The one that I started <laughs> that I sent you guys initially yeah. ended up just being way too normal. Mm. Like it was just a smutty holiday novella. I know that. I, like, I think that's. Um, I've noticed that with holiday novellas, like a lot of them are just like cute and cozy. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with Halloween, we were like, oh, monster specific. So like we yeah. got like the weird, fun ones. But yeah, yeah. I there guys, everyone listening, there are a thousand better holiday romance novellas yeah. that you can be reading than the ones that we yeah. read. But I'm just, are you guys like holiday romance people in general? I'm not. I mean, I don't I'm like not. actively seek it out. I don't actively yeah. seek it out. You know. Yeah, no. My favorite holiday romance I've ever read is Set the Record Straight by Hannah Bottom Young, and I read that in August of this year, so I'm not, like, a holiday time person. Honestly, mine might be the wake-up. I like when books are, like, set around the holidays, but not holiday, like, this is a Christmas romance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I love, like, the wake-up call, I feel like, is perfect, because it's like, oh, like, it just so happens to be, like, Mm -hmm. that time of year. I I don't know. Like, I can't even think, uh, other than, like, other than Love Light, I can't think of one specifically, like... Forever Wild. Oh well, yeah. I mean, or even yeah. that one's like Forever one Wild. I feel like set around the time. Like it's not even like that book. Like, I mean, I, I consider it a Christmas. Christmas novella. I call it a Christmas novella. Yeah, because like that's when Jonah's parents come. That's a good one. But I mean, it's one that you have to you have to read the other books first. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You can't just like read that. You by can't just pick it up. Well, 
guys that was so fun if you enjoyed us talking about our holiday our shitty shitty holiday novellas please rate this this podcast five stars um head over to our instagram which is at bring your own pod and let us know what your favorite holiday novella is it doesn't have to be insane like ours just like any holiday holiday romance yeah yeah not even a novella like any holiday read that you love let us know because we definitely need to cleanse our palates after Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. shit well, yeah. in Kayla's case, not shit, but no. we gotta cleanse our palates. My my rebels in love, you guys. <laughs> They're, They're great. My yeah, girl's great. being fucked by angry elves. Uh, yeah, no, my girl's got a husband, elves. even though thirty <laughs> minutes ago she thought he hated her. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, good job. Happy and, holidays, uh, you guys. Happy holidays, everybody. Go stream Fruitcake by Sabrina Carpenter. It's a really good holiday album. <laughs> Go support we'll my girl. S- uh, our girl. Plural. Um, uh, mine. Oh, interesting. Um, anyways, next week we're gonna be kind of like closing out the season. So mm-hmm. tune in to hear what our favorite reads of the year were, and then mm-hmm. make sure that you let us know what yours were. And we love you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Holidays. Bye. Bye.